it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Yeah, I like that Chris addresses everything to Jack. I like that there's the yeah. the kind of the omnipresent Jack that he's always addressing. Always, every single time. It's pretty great. In here, at first I thought it was just when he's in here. Even over the airwaves, just <laughs> Jack. Everything's Jack, Jack. Jack is his guy yeah. for sure. And, you know, it's a real movie, Jack. I think that's where it comes from. But with Morales, you never really know. I love that we have the Waba Grill, uh, Travis Lee lunch hour. That yep. just feels exactly right. on brand and, and right and ready to go. When I stole your taco last week. Just went right into my little yeah. uh, tray. Like I had three, and then I looked down, and there were only two. Jorge, yeah. you know this, man. Um, you know, sometimes you just got to look out for yourself. <laughs> And he's talking on the mic, and he won't stop talking about the Boom Boom Tacos. I just went in and got one of his. I had two, but I already took a couple bites of one of them. Mm -hmm. He had two that were perfectly intact. It looked good. Why not take one of his chicken tacos? Why not? not? So as you heard, Jorge is with us now here on the Travis Lee Show. Welcome, my friend. Oh, thank uh, you. It's good to have you here. You know what? I want to grow the community. Speaking of trade deadline. Uh We got it in just under the wire. Man, we gave up a haul. We gave up a haul to get him. Boom Boom Tacos to the afternoon show? Yes. <laughs> That's all I was worth, a tray of tacos? Come on, man. <laughs> no, but over the weekend, somebody reached out and said, hey, we got to join the Travis and Sliwa community, and we yes. got to grow it. So let's do it. Whoever sends out the link, send it out on Twitter, and we can get as many followers. The more, the merrier. Send yeah. it out again, and, yeah. and we will all retweet it yeah. and try to get as many people that aren't in already to join and be a part of it, and you'll get all the credit as the, the new person no, here. On, no, no. No, Jorge is a campaign manager. Yes. He's good at this. <laughs> yes. Because we are not good at this. No. We do not uh, do a good enough job promoting. So, Jorge, you, you know got to be I the got, campaign manager. Let's grow the uh, Travis and Sleva community. Okay. Let's get awards for Emily over here. Yep. Yes. And yep. then let's get more awards between us three because, you know, we got it in the books. <laughs> just yeah, like, <laughs> now, now we're just stacking on, yeah. you know, stacking Emily's on next. stacks and stacks. Emily, you Emily is award next. next. Yeah. yeah, sure. I like yeah. it. We're aiming for show of the year and producer of the year next. There you go. go. There we go. There you go. That's our those that's are our goals. A, that's, that's a it. real campaign man. That's it right here. But we got to we got to mention it again until like more. No no no. We well, tr- trust me. Just retweet. He's, just he'll retweet do his thing. thing. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll do, do his, his thing. thing. Yeah. Emily is back with us after a week uh, on the East Coast in Hilton Head, spending it with her family. And good yeah. to have you back as well. Yeah. Overall successful trip. It sounds like you had a good time. Yeah, it was overall great. Uh, I sent you a pic of the golf course. That's Gorgeous. beautiful. There's like three. It looked hot. The picture yes. you sent. Was it? It was a 110-degree heat index almost every day. What does heat index mean? So heat index includes both, and I, I, I could be wrong, but this, I think this is what it means, is it's both temperature and humidity. So it's everything put together. And so I don't know if you guys have been in humid climates before or for a long time. Houston, right, yes. Exactly. So Check yes, you have. Um, it is, you step outside and you're just drenched in sweat. You're so, just sweating in your yeah. own. My, um, the house that my family stayed at is about an hour, or not an hour, a mile from my aunt's house, which is where we kind of had the pool eating. Okay. You know? yep. <laughs> that's, like, that's, the, yep. that's like the main meeting location. So Tikka would, masala <laughs> on the side of the pool. <laughs> some spaghetti, uh, some baked beans. Um, so we, I would walk there in the morning when I was going to go to the beach, and it's a mile walk. It's like a 20-minute walk. I go and I look like I ran six miles. Like I'm just drenched in sweat. What time of day would you go? Uh, probably like ten thirty in okay. the morning. So it's already yeah, degrees by yeah, that feels yeah. like a six a.m. walk, right? Yeah. Like a sunrise walk. Yeah, it's a it's a lot, and it was, but it was really nice. I read three books, um, and I also so there's this one like store there. Well, there's a restaurant called the Salty Dog, which is like a very popular. Restaurant, if you go, so if on the East Coast, it's a very popular thing to have these salty dog shirts. Like if you've been to Hilton I've Head, you get the shirt, you know? Yep. So at the, I went to get a new shirt this this time around. At the store, they have just, it's like an outlet store off of the, off of the restaurant, a few um, miles away. And there's parrots just like in the store. 
macaws? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if that's like a euphemism <laughs> or something. That it's like parrots. No, you <laughs> real parrots. That Emily's, just, in the, <laughs> Emily's at the salty dog. <laughs> 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 like exactly. That kind of situation. Those parrots. <laughs> Can and, you do that voice but 30% off? <laughs> <laughs> like select items? 30% off. 30% off. Woj bomb. <laughs> so that was essentially one of the quirkier things that I had to like encounter while I was there. But yeah, Helton Head's always really fun. Lots of time there. Is and, there any yeah. family drama? Was there any time where you're like, Ooh. oh, okay, we got to get them apart from each other. We got to just reset this. You go to fun. your separate. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I love that so much. I think the main thing was so some of the times it was. The TV in the house I was staying at did not have cable, but you could, like, you know, cast your phone to it. Okay. And so we were trying to watch ah, the Women's World six Cup. Six different phones trying to cast the exactly. same time. Suits! What's going on around here? Somebody put suits on the TV. So I was trying to cast the Women's World Cup onto the TV, and we've been watching School of Rock before that, and I was like, oh, let's watch the Women's World Cup game. Uh like at 9 p.m., which was what time it was on the East Coast. And I kept on trying, and my cast wouldn't work, and they're like, let's just watch School of Rock. And I'm like, no. So that's that's the most stuff that we had to deal with. There's a lot of new kids, so a lot of my cousins started having kids. And so we had three little little ones there. Like babies? One six-year-old, one okay. two-year-old, and then one like eight-month-old. Two-year-olds wow. and babies. Six-year-old, pretty, pretty easy to deal with, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, was a, he is a hand. Eight months, they're independent. I mean, yes. at that point, so at eight months. The two, the two's the problem. Here's why. Six, yeah. the kid can hang, go to the pool, he can go for a walk, he can eat in the restaurant, all these things. Babies, they're babies. All they nearly need is their mom, right? They just need their mom to take care of them and all these things. Two, tricky putt. Two, yes. two, two can be a problem because they have opinions, only mm. they don't quite they understand run what it is. They run around. They're in the way. Two's not ideal on a vacation and two of my cousins are, de- are dermatologists too so they're all on everybody for wearing sunscreen and half people don't want to wear sunscreen you know our uh, you know we have some spirited debates about some other things that are always fun but you know generally <laughs> we think great hilton time. head where you grew up well, i can't imagine what those might have been <laughs> yeah about. exactly they they do they, they look at you like you're from another planet because you moved sometimes. To, to, to la it's like how's la and then they're like and i was like oh yeah i i was talking about going to the beach in malibu the other day and they're like oh malibu yeah like okay, <laughs> what they guys. don't understand it's just it's a address yes it's a place that's next to the ocean it's a that beach. rich people live yes it's a beach i don't live there i just right. go there and well, I, you're not living in johnny carson's old house in yeah. malibu it's not how it goes but i think i've done that before where she says she's going to go to malibu i'm like oh must be nice <laughs> so even i'm kind of with them here i forget how much and, and again i'm an la native born and raised here spent the vast majority of my life here i love it here this is home for me i i, I really don't want to go anywhere else this is where i would like to spend the rest of my day you forget people really hate it here like people from other places really don't like it and you, I, I lose track of that every once in a while. Like we were talking about last week when you were gone, Slee, about Trey Turner and the situation they were going to see Corey Seager. Like yeah. they had done it, and we got on the well. He didn't, or his family weren't L.A. people. You forget that that's a thing because I'm not, you're not. We like it here, but there are people that are like, oh, L.A. Oh, man. well, you know, there's a lot. Awful. Ooh, there's tofu. There's, right. there's an assumption of L.A. Maybe Southern California. No, I think specific to L.A. There's an assumption right away, oh, everybody's fake. It's like, okay, not everybody's in Hollywood or nobody's that. Okay, put that to the side. Then there's the, you can't get around anywhere. You can't. You're <laughs> not wrong. That part's true. You're not wrong in that, but a lot of people are also accustomed to it, so they right. just kind of recalibrate wherever yeah, they're going. you just got to kind of adjust. 30% off! 30% off! Woj bomb! That's a drop. I'm very happy that you're here. <laughs> oh, that we're going to get more. This is great. Yeah. Um, on the fly. <laughs> so also in the neighborhood that we stay, in addition to the three golf courses that are there, there's also like professional tennis courts. And guys, the amount of people playing pickleball is oh, at, so at mm. 9.30 in the morning, again, that's when it's probably the coolest that you're going to have in Hilton Head. There was probably 200 people playing pickleball at the same time. Do they just have time. like a line of ambulances ready to pick up the people that tear their Achilles? T- my, one, of my, one of my cousins who's a who's a foot doctor is like ready to go at any point in time. Yeah. So, Jeez. Yeah. So it's it, it was crazy. I did not play any pickleball. I just went to the beach, read my book, came back. I really had good. a moment there where I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm going to pick up pickleball. And then that ended. Right after if our you tournament. were going to pick up pickleball, you would have picked up pickleball prior before to our that. tournament. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fun, but it's also pretty it's aggressive. Fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. And people get hurt 
And mm -hmm. I, my goal at this point, I want to have a good time first, but I want to not get hurt second. But people get hurt, but you got a lot of older people who are just running youngsters. Oh, I'm not saying that old is bad. I'm just saying that me, personally, injuries. Yeah. Imagine if I had a torn Achilles. Imagine what, what dealing with me every day would be like. Mm. You probably don't want to deal with that. No, we can't have that. A girl I, tore her Achilles at my kickball uh, oh, like thing like two weeks ago. Uh -huh. yeah, that is was... she on one of those Razor scooters now, like riding around like she's eight years old? <laughs> kind of. She has like one of those like things where you have the- um... Yeah, your heel up in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's- Hey, Slee, can you move your chair so I can bring my little razor scooter for my Achilles injury through here? No. Not going to happen. You. It is the Waba Grill Lunch Hour on 710 ESPN. Thanks to our friends at Waba Grill. You got to try Waba Grill's new Asian-inspired Boom Boom Tacos with your choice of chicken, ribeye, steak, or shrimp. Visit your local Waba Grill location or order online for pickup or delivery at wabagrill.com. Waba Grill, eat smart, be healthy. So we were talking about the Dodgers and how aggressive they'll be at the deadline. The other thing, and look, I think the Dodgers have a better chance of getting Shohei Otani than any of the other teams. I think that they're, if we were doing odds, the odds are in their favor. It's not a guarantee that they get it done. It's far from a guarantee. If they trade him, whoever trades him probably has an inside track. If they don't, he could always stay. He could change. There could be factors at play that we don't even understand. Maybe he doesn't like L.A. like we were just talking about. Who, who knows? You have to prepare for life in the event that you don't get him. So don't you have to be even more aggressive as we get closer to this deadline in spending some of that capital? If it's not going to bring you back Otani, and Otani might go somewhere else, don't you have to try to shore up some of those things, whether it's Arenado as that right-handed bat. You can move Muncie to second base. Whether or not it's going to get in a pitcher who has a little bit more time left on his deal, like a Bieber or a Cease or some of these other guys. Don't you have to be ultra-aggressive because – this window, as, as good as it's been for a decade, there's no guarantee it stays open forever, and there's no guarantee that Shohei Otani's coming. Can't, can't, they, can't they be aggressive at the trade deadline and not have anything to do with Shohei Otani? Like, can't you, at the trade deadline, try to improve the current team that you have because you're in a window where you have a chance of winning the whole thing? Can't you, can't you separate the Shohei Otani from... I, I think some of the concern was this. The concern was, let's say last trade deadline, mm -hmm. or let's say what you were going to do in the off season was, you want to make sure you have enough in that stockpile to go after Shohei Otani. Right. I think it's pretty clear the Dodgers and the Angels will not be making a deal together before August first. Doesn't, Doesn't seem like that. No. Agreed. So can't you now not have to worry about Shohei Otani because by the time you worry about Shohei Otani. You're not going to be giving up draft capital. You're not going to be giving up young kids. You're not going to be – you're just basically – it's a negotiation of – and it's a strong negotiation. What you could say is go improve your roster right now where you're going to have guys that by the time you get in the offseason, it's even more of a pitch. Look at all the guys that we have. And, hey, we have pitching and we have hitters and we have bullpen and we have that. The roster. Maybe that's part of it. That's the only thing that I could think of. But I, I think you can separate the two. You can separate. You could try to win today, giving up some of these youngsters, and then when you get that opportunity for Shohei, you get it, and it's a different conversation. I, I think so. You you can't just say, "Oh, we're going to get Otani next year." Let's not be. Let's not do anything crazy. Let's maybe be a little crazy. Nothing to where you're going to blow out the future of your organization, but let, let's try to win one right now. Yeah. And that way, if you get him, by the way, winning the world wherever he goes, stays in Anaheim or anywhere else, winning the World Series, is a pretty good pitch. Yeah, we're going to go do it again. We still got Mookie. We still got Freddie. We still got Will Smith. We still got Clinton Kershaw. We the resume is there. The resume. Yeah, I mean, the resume. We're going to go do it again. Mm -hmm. And we have all these kids. And we picked up this guy. It's a pretty compelling case. But do not just punt on a season because you're trying to get ready for whatever's coming next. There's there's a little bit of a pitch too. I mean, if let's let's just say the Dodgers got they got to the NLCS mm -hmm. and they lost. Mm -hmm. And seen that movie i know but let, let's let's just say that happened there's also a little bit of you know shohei coming to the dodgers if they don't win the whole thing kind of as savior is not the right way to put it but on top of final piece of the puzzle final piece of the puzzle yeah you know the the it's not like he'd be coming to a franchise they've been unbelievably successful but they're much closer to being thought of of the atlanta braves in the 90s than they are of a franchise that has won three or, you know, the Giants over that six-year period or the Red Sox when they had their success or the Cardinals. 
if ultimately at the end of the day the, the goal is to win a World Series, he could be that final piece. If, if and I'm not I'm not trying to say don't go win it all this year. You're going to go try to win it all, but maybe it's just not good enough like it hasn't been the last couple of years. So with that in mind, if they had one different, not one more, M O R E, right? One W O N more, not an additional title, but a different title. Do we feel differently about this entire thing leading into this? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. feel like there's some sort of Twilight Zone thing going on. So Emily is back. Jorge has joined uh, the Travis Slee Show. Yep. Um, these are all wonderful things. But then there's what's going on with you yeah. across the table from me. You know what he just said to me? And this is, this is a sentence that I'd never heard you say before. Uh-huh. You know what else I watched on TV this weekend? <laughs> Like this wow. is like Al. You, I got a lot of TV in this. You weekend. don't post up in front of the TV unless no. it's games. That's kind of you. Yeah. You and I are similar a little bit like that. But yeah. you said hey, I'm watching Suits, and then you said, you know what else I watched? What else did you watch? All right, there's a. Um, I don't know. It's probably has it been out for a while. I'm not sure. Free diving. Oh my god. Oh, that's that's pretty new. I think right. I watched the first 25 minutes of that. It's unreal. It's terrifying. Watched the whole thing yesterday. It's. Have, do you guys know what it is? I know no. what it is, but I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Go ahead, Al. All right. So it's um, just a documentary on these free divers, one that has broke so many world records, and then two that one's Italian, the other one's Japanese, um, that have kind of come out of nowhere and are now kind of competing to break some of the records that she has. They're diving – the story is a, it's a lot longer but they're telling the story like the italian uh the gal the italian gal she's more of a it started in the pool and then eventually gets out into the ocean and these free diving that you're taking you're talking about 90 meters down 100 meters on, down on one breath you don't you're on not, not one with a tank breath. you just go <gasps> And, and it's, down you go. And it's a whole, you know, the the it's a whole system, right? And there's competitions. I think they just had a, I was reading about this yes. This year their competition was in South Korea or something like mm-hmm. that. So every year they're taking like the top 30 free divers and you're trying to break these records. Oh, deep sea diving. Yeah. Yes. I thought they were talking about like No, 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 divers. no, 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 um, so that's that's what the documentary is about. There's one guy that's a part of it as well. That's more like the safety guy. That, hmm. but it's an entire system and it's it's Terrifying. heavy. Just is it like you. free solo. Did you ever watch that? Do- yeah, that documentary. It's, it's not unlike that. But yeah, there there's similarities. There's to that. nothing there. They they just go straight down as far as they can, and then they got to come all the there's way. There's a rope. Up, right. There's, there's a rope that's kind of the guide. That's like their guide. Yeah. Yeah. It's it fins so. On unbelievably anxiety inducing oh yeah like the entire time they're down you're like okay you need to turn around and come back up no now you really need to turn around and they just keep going down 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 and like i was saying sometimes stuff goes wrong and yep. it's really really scary it's i'm so glad you saw that susan and i watched a little bit over the weekend and i'm like half, about an hour in i'm like you gotta turn this off i can't watch this is that on netflix netflix, netflix. Right. he's ever watched 13 lives it's the movie that i think's from ron howard about the kids in the uh the the um oh the, the mine, mine. Yeah. yeah so it's Ooh. that is the same way of like that's anxiety inducing even if you know the story but like seeing how they like dramatize it and everything it's incredible how many episodes of Suits are you going to watch today? <laughs> no joke, at least two. At okay. least two. Are they a half hour or hour? 40. 
Okay. You and Greg should do a Suits podcast. Like oh, a rewatch thing. Yeah, did, Greg's been watching it too. So you should do I like heard a him trying to defend down. something that I didn't know. I'm like, is he defending suits? Because yeah, I thought it was. I think he was defending the pool eating, uh, but well, he, the then he also eating, got into he the was suits. defending like no good more. or is suits good or is it just it's a mindless watch while you sit there and try to get over your disease? Um, it's it's a if I grade it, I'd grade it a B minus. Okay. Yeah. So good TV fare while you're trying yeah. to recuperate. Yeah. How are you feeling today? Unbelievable. Okay. Because you, you're either actually not feeling well yeah. or you are a master. Well, no, you don't believe me on a anything. master tactician of setting this up by missing last Wednesday and then coming back here on the Monday. Like, still yep. don't feel 100%. I told my girl coming in today, I was like, I still got to play this off. <laughs> keep lying. Keep it's a this, long con. Keep this lie going. Got to play the long game. Well, you know what should be? It should turn it into something chronic. Like it just pops up every once in a while. I can't get out of bed. I don't like know. Like every it Friday. Is. It's just right? it's just sitting right there. It, on the it, chest. It, it tends to get inflamed like right before I'm going to take a few days off. All right, when I when I texted Greg, <laughs> it was Wayne. You can call it the Mason effect. <laughs> the Mason. Masonitis. Got a, Masonitis. Yeah, I got a case of Masonitis. Mason's <laughs> winning. Okay. The guy has figured out the perfect <laughs> yeah. system. Um, I texted, and I don't know if you're like this, when you get sick or something like that, in my head, I was like, all right, I'm just going to wait and I'll see how I feel in the morning and sure. go from there. I text him like at four in the morning, like, yeah, this ain't happening. Start planning. You know what I mean? Because if, if you're, you just kind of know, I'm like, I'm not waking up and going in to do a show. There's no factor cap today. Okay. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. That's cap. But, but that I. That's cap. But texting him, it was like f- literally four in the morning. It's like, yeah, not coming in. And then it, I didn't look at my phone for there, for about ten hours. I, I was like, gonna, th- did he text you back right away? <laughs> I don't know. Wake up Actually, I don't know where there's a me. sense of relief because you're you're fighting through it, right? Like I, I don't feel well, but I know I, I could probably get through it. But I don't want to get through it. I'm trying to get healthy and all these. And then when you finally say, you know what, it's just not gonna happen. You send that. You're like, good night. Such an incredible. Yeah, good night. Relief. Yeah. Turn on a couple of hours worth of suits and lean in. Not at 4 a.m. Not <laughs> well, at 4 I thought maybe you couldn't sleep. <laughs> watch a little free diving and some suits. All right, you guys got to you guys should watch. So you're only 25 in, so it's it's it, it's only a, I think it's a buck ten. Something no, like that. a couple hours because I remember stopping and saying oh, how much of this hours. is left, yeah, maybe and it's, it's like no, there was still another hour to go. I I don't want to. It's 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 too much for me. Nolan Arenado's name popped up again. Okay, go back to when there. Cardinals general manager John Mozeliak was saying, oh, yeah. um, look, we're open for business. Mm-hmm. And then they doubled back about a week or so after that and said, we're not doing Goldschmidt. We're not doing Arenado. These are guys we have plans for moving forward. And it kind of went away. Well, now as we get a little closer, Arenado's name has popped up again. Mm-hmm. He has a no trade, so he can, he can kill anything, any yeah. of the things that he doesn't want. He's from here. He grew up down in Orange County. Down, you know, His buddies with Clay. And his family, as I understand it, is – are Dodger fans. And so that might be a place where he'd be willing to go. He's relatively cheap for the main remainder of his contract. It's not cheap, but it's relatively cheap. It's about 94 million that he has left on the deal. He'd be, the Dodge would be out of the deal by the time he's 35. Okay. okay. You don't have to get rid of Muncie in this scenario because you can move Muncie over to second base where there's a vacancy at yep. the moment. Yep. So you get that right-handed bat that they need. It's an interesting fit. I just and again, it kind of falls into what that thing we were talking about. It gives you the Otani coverage in the event that he doesn't come. It's another big bait, doesn't pitch, obviously, but yeah. it's a it's a name, it's a player who's still very productive, and you really would have to not give up anything other than prospects to probably All get right, it. Let, done. Me, let me ask you this. How much can he help this season? I think he can. I, I really do. They they in, are in, in, in a map of pointing out this is what we need Mm -hmm. where is he on the priority list the third thing that they need i agree he's the third thing that they need starting pitching relief pitching right-handed bat i agree so i and the reason why i asked that question is listen if you think you go get him and you didn't really have to give up that much to go do it but one of the things we were talking about maybe an hour ago or so getting runs ain't a problem for the dodgers no they're getting runs and and i I understand that you may have to club your way through this that may be your only way out the backside is to just flat out outscore everybody. It's a bad plan, but it, a bad plan's better than no plan. They could potentially outscore people with what they have. And uh, adding another bat, I get it. But why wouldn't you just use those resources to say, 
if that's third on my priority list, I know the reason. Why. As long as you're accomplishing, hey, we went out and also got a starter, mm-hmm. then that sounds like a good conversation. But if that's the only thing you walked away at the deadline, h- how do you feel about walking into the playoffs with that type of pitching? It's a good question, and, and it, it's not the first thing that they need. But when you look at what's available pitching wise. There isn't. There's not a Scherzer out there. No, there isn't. There's Otani, but that's not going to happen, it's especially happening. for the Dodgers. There is Snell might might not happen. Snell but may or may not, not going happen. to the Dodgers. He's not going to the Dodgers. Yeah. So the Dodgers are talking Stroman, Giolito, maybe Lance Lynn. There, there's you know there's a there's a hand of Flaherty, the the left hander. I think his last name is Montgomery for the Cardinals. There's some guys, but there's not a okay. We got to have that guy. The prices are going to be high. There's a lot of teams that are buyers. There's only a few teams that are sellers. We've talked about before. Dodgers are really reluctant to make what they think to be a bad deal. So if they can make a deal that is friendly for them, for Arenado, or at least friendlier, and they just can't find a a partner to trade with on the mound, doing something's better than doing nothing. I agree it's down the list of priorities. I don't disagree with that, but if if the price is too high for pitching because Mm – Arenado can also. I mean, what? Why? Just hypothetically, isn't there a team out there that's saying, "Hey, we need a bat much more than the Dodgers need a bat. We'll pay whatever the price is to Dodgers go." Dodgers have better pieces. That the difference is that the again the the seller in this case the Cardinals. Well, I do want Sheehan. I do want Pepio. You you don't have a Sheehan and Pepio in your system. Yeah. The Dodgers do. You're you're not offering me what they're offering me, and, yeah. and I think this is but where isn't that this also the same case with the pitching. Where they have, like, why is that different? I guess you can say it's a good point, and maybe it's not. But if, for instance, the pitchers that are most available are guys that probably won't deal with the Dodgers, right? Snell isn't coming to the Dodgers. Uh, Hater isn't coming to the Dodgers. Maybe the Cubs will do something with Stroman, but you surprised the Cardinals would would be fine yeah, with doing a deal with they, the Dodgers. You know why? Because they, they're a good organization they know that knows what they're doing. They're, all they, they're like, we, we'll take, give me the yeah. best guys. We'll, we'll yeah. take it. From no, them. They, they don't have a reason to care. The Padre, bad teams are like, well, I'm not going to help you. How about yeah. helping yourself first? Yeah. Like, don't worry about what I'm doing. Worry about what you're doing. No, I'm with the Padres. Aren't yeah. Padres, but honest. because the Padres will trick it off, right? Um. They're in a they're in an interesting position too, where they kind of in a weird way over the last week. I think they got within five and a half games of a wild card. Something like that. Yeah. And I think they probably fell back because yesterday they lost to the Tigers. They're six back right now. Okay, six back. All right, so they lost. Yep, they lost half a game. There's a lot of buzz in San Diego of, okay, well, this is the spot that you're in. You got Snell, who – Snell's going to get you some stuff in the market. Oh, yeah. Hater, I don't know You know, I, I don't know how much a closer is going to get you, but he's going to get you some stuff in the market. Oh, yeah. But there's also this, man, they are the perfect example of a team where they have shown you for X amount of games who they are, but there's also so many of these metrics that say it's impossible that they're that bad in one-run games. It's impossible that they're that unclutch in in you know clutch situations. It's impossible that they're 0-9 in extra innings. That that roster, it has to turn around at some point, and it hasn't. I think the run differential, which I'm not telling you by any means, that's a good define. Yeah. It's not. They put up 14 runs against the Tigers on Saturday. They scored one run yesterday. So the run differential should not mean a thing. They're third in run differential in uh in the in the NL. I have a trade proposal, Dodger and Padre trade okay. proposal. We're gonna right. put on our respective GM hats when we come back. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Were you watching? Were you watching Suits on your phone during the break? There. This episode's done in like nine minutes, so if you can talk to Jorge and Tyler and Emily, we should be good. Emily, what is it about it that you don't like so much? I I just don't like that they're forcing it down us and on on all the Netflix pages, and that it's just I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm gonna take I just, a shot I, here. I, I I'm gonna take a shot. Yeah, what here is it? Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Have you ever seen it? I have seen an episode, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that yeah. there was a chance just based on the aesthetics of it that you might not like it. Yeah, I think I watched it, I think, back, when did it start? 2015, maybe? Yeah, I think I was in high school eight, or in college, and I started. I watched the eight, first episode because everyone was talking about it or whatever, and then I yeah. didn't like it. Is there any chance I'm tomorrow I'm only 10 morning. years behind on watching this thing. <laughs> That's all right. You're, fine. You're yeah. getting there. Yeah. Have you ever heard of The Sopranos? <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> you come in tomorrow morning, and you're like, you know what? The Barbie movie just didn't work for me. Is there any there's chance? There's a zero percent chance. Zero percent chance. There's a zero percent chance that I'm not going to like this movie. I'm going to love this movie. All of my friends who know me and my movie taste very well are like, "You're going to love this movie." They can't wait to see me watch it. Greta Gerwig is oh, my here's favorite the problem now. writer. The bar set awfully high. Yeah. The problem it's, now is you're going into a restaurant and everybody <laughs> keeps saying it's unbelievable, it's unbelievable, it's unbelievable. It could only go down. Martini comes and hits the table and it's not cold. You're like, well, this is a bad start. Yeah. What if the opening scene sucks? <laughs> right. They seat you right next to the mop. There's a 0% chance, guys. I had a situation like that. I had a situation like that recently. You got next to the bathroom? Man, I, I, I don't know what it is. I have, I'm basically like. Um, you ever seen like the Navy SEALs and anytime they have like a documentary and they put on like the night, the oh, night yeah. goggles <laughs> and they just start like surveying everything. I become that where I go into a restaurant and all of a sudden I just start Whee! surveying everything. I'm surveying everything. Okay. <laughs> Yesterday we went and had some brunch and I sit at the restaurant, nice restaurant, great people, great service, the whole thing. Okay. But the booth that I'm sitting in, the mop. The actual mop. The actual the bucket actually, or just no, no, the no, mop? The broom. The broom. Okay. Okay. The the broom is like right next like handle end or bristle end? Handle end. <laughs> okay. uh, better be the handle end. <laughs> better be the handle end. It's like right next like if I put my head back, I could hit it. And I'm like, why is this here? Why is it here? It's a red it's a it's a red should I be bothered by that <laughs> yes. or not? Yes. That, so, look, I, I don't complain very often when it comes to, like, in restaurants because I'm a – but you could say, guys, would you mind putting this broom somewhere else? I feel like it's in my hair. whole time I'm sitting there. You I'm didn't like, say anything? No, I didn't say anything. And I <laughs> – That I, sound. Um, that's the one. I, on purpose, <laughs> I, on purpose, sat you – know, my girl is such a good person. She – that stuff will not bother her. She knows it will bother me. So, like, I sat to where I didn't have to see it. But if I wanted to, I can just hit it with the back of my head. I'm like, why is that there? <laughs> was like, the mop dirty? The a broom, broom is slightly yeah. better than no, a mop. No, it was a broom. But, but, it was a yeah. broom. A broom, yeah. yeah. The mop, yeah. is if it's not in the bucket, it's wrong. It's That's nasty. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, mops but are all, just gross. But all that stuff, I can't – I don't know why. You know, when they go clean the tables, everything else, that's awesome. Great. But then if I'm sitting right next to, like, I don't want to see the, the dirty towel and no, uh, the, you shouldn't all that. Have to. I don't want to see all that. That's, it is, you're well within your rights as a customer to say, would you mind putting away the Clorox and the mop? Like, I'm trying to enjoy my dinner right here. And it's not, a, and it's not unreasonable. And <laughs> right. they're probably in their head saying, we're turning tables left and right. What the hell That's are you That's fine, about? but you're asking, unless you're giving me the Clorox mop discount, yeah. I don't want to sit next to it. I also can't do the where, like, I see the restroom. I don't want to see the restroom. I don't like that either. I don't want to see down like the hallway. Either. I don't want to down, see down the hallway. Jorge thinks I'm crazy. I yeah, get it. Man, Jorge, hard. I'm with you. No, but I don't. I don't want to see you know Mike you know, coming in and out of the restaurant. You know what's going on down I'm there. Cutting into yeah, no, steak. I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to see that. So we went out on Friday night to the, our our usual place, right, with Henri, and Henri was great. So it was a little bit crowded, and they sat us kind of close to the stage. They have live live music at this place on Friday and Saturday, and it's a new performer, really good. 
really good. Like Does he, he play the guitar right next to your table? Yeah, uh, from <laughs> so where I was sitting, he was playing the guitar probably halfway between where you and Jorge are standing. So close. Okay. There was one table between us and the stage. Well, like when we saw Taylor, that close. Yeah. Yes. But maybe even a little closer than okay. that. And this guy, he's, he's doing Springsteen. He's doing Petty. Like, he's doing the things that I really like, and he's doing a good job. He has inside. He's got kind of the rock star vibe. He's got a little choker thing going on in the cool shirt. And he's What's got, his name, Taylor? Uh, it was not Taylor. And he's got on sunglasses inside. Restaurant's pretty dark to begin with, but he's got, he's got the rock star vibe. He's doing great. Like, I'm really kind of feeling this whole thing. Finishes one of the songs, and I'm thinking this guy's like the young, hip, cool dude. He's, you know, he looks good, everything else. Takes his glasses off. He's like 65 years old. R- ruined everything. I'm like, this isn't, this doesn't work at all. Like, I, I am already at an old person restaurant. There are already lots of people with gray hair in this restaurant. And I thought they were kind of. Were you impressed upgrading. that at 65 he, he was, was doing that? He was killing And I said to Susan, like, he needs to never take his glasses off again. Just leave those on because I, I need to have my young vibes here. I don't need the old man doing Tom Petty. He could have been Tom Betty's dad. It was, it, was, it was a very strange moment. Just throwing that out there. All right, here it is. You're, the, oh, is your, you're AJ your Preller and yeah. I'm Andrew Friedman. And you said we were talking about trading Snell and, yeah. and uh, who's the lefty? Hater. Hater. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I don't want to trade him to the Dodgers. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. What if the deal is good for you, right? Mm-hmm. That if and, and again, the Dodgers would never make this deal. But what if it's a, listen, we need to get these guys. We need to get over the finish line. I'll give you Bobby Miller for Snell and Josh Hader. That we'll do a two for one. You get the, the bright prospect. I'm going for it. I'm just going for it right now. The Padres might not want to help the Dodgers win the World Series. They might not want to help them have a better season, but aren't they inherently a better team if they get their hands on a player like that? All right, so I, I think this one, I think the Padres are what they are, right? I, I think that they will, and there's no guarantee that they will sell. And I don't think they're going to. I, I'm not 100% sure in a week from now what they're going to do. But if you said you get one of the best pitching prospects in baseball, Mm-hmm. And his salary is controlled for X amount of years. Five more years. Six okay. more years, really. Um, and he could instantly be somebody that you're putting into your rotation. And Blake Snell is up at the end of the year. Hader is up. Snell's going to go get paid somewhere at the end of the year, and it's not going to be by the Padres. Mm-hmm. That's an easy one, then. That's an easy one that you go make that deal. Okay, so there are scenarios where yeah. you trade with the Dodgers. Yeah. Okay. So th- I guess th- so. This this is my whole point, and that's a that just to be clear, that's a deal the Dodgers wouldn't make in a million years. They wouldn't want to do it be- for all the reasons. But my point is, there is a deal that you say, no, that's good for me, yeah. right? That it's a it's a young, cost controlled player. Yeah. This dude's going to be part of the rotation it, next year. Exactly. He's going to be. Yep. So if it's not Miller, because the Dodgers aren't throwing him in. Mm-hmm. What if it's, hey, listen, let's talk Pepio, let's talk Stone, let's talk some of these other guys that maybe isn't Miller, but you need young cross-controlled pitching. You have offense. You have all these guys that can score runs. There is a deal to be made. This is the part that I, I disconnect. I'm not talking about Alan Sliwa. I'm talking about In general, the Padres teams that don't want to make a deal with the with Dodgers. The Do- for fear or... of, air quote, helping the Dodgers. Don't worry about that. Worry about whether or not you're making your team better. This comes back to the Angels that, well, I never traded. What if the deal were Will Smith and Bobby Miller and James Altman and, I don't know, throw Diego Cartel or whoever, like this this hall of, why wouldn't you do that? I've never understood this. Well, I'm not helping them. At the cost of not helping yourself, it doesn't make any sense to me. You said this a couple times, and I, there's truth to it, but I, I think it's common in sports to think that teams that, won't make a deal together because mm-hmm. they are teams within their own division, whatever the case is. It's much more common that they're trading to the ALNL and everything else. Um, if if the scenarios that you presented where you almost know 100%, those guys are gone. Yeah. Right? Like, that that guy's leaving. That Shohei's going to be leaving. Or Blake Snell's going to go get a deal somewhere else. It makes it a lot easier to say, okay, hey, even if it's going to one of these other squads, we're picking up something that could be big for us over the next two, three, four years, whatever the case is. This is the angel thing all over again. Find the best deal and pull the trigger. I don't think they're going to trade him, and I get why they're not. But this idea that, well, we'll only trade with a certain select group of teams because we don't want to see him go. That Okay, now you've already decided that you're not taking the best deal. Mm. You're taking the best deal among 
a handful of teams. It's just it just seems like a crazy way to go. It's about like the it Damian me. Lillard thing too. When you say I'm only going to Miami, then you just reduce. But what to, you can to get. the Blazers' credit, M, the Blazers have said, well, we're only doing something if it makes sense for us. Yeah, that they haven't said, well, you know, I guess we got to do it. We'll take Tyler Hero or whoever. They're yeah. they're saying. Okay, look, I know that's where you want to we'll go, but out. we got to – yeah, we'll, we'll see what we get a little closer and it's exactly whether or not they you want to play. Of course it is. And, and Dame, you know, I, okay, he only wants to play for the Miami Heat. That gives him the best chance to win an NBA championship, blah, blah, blah. You're under contract. They don't have to trade you. Right. So You want to play know, or not? Yeah, you can figure that out as, as, as the years go on. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's start with this one right here. I want to go to Twitter for the dump. This is from Bill Russ. It says, if Suits were bad, it wouldn't have lasted seven seasons. What he left bad out things was watch the- Emily. <laughs> it's, the only thing he left out was comma, Emily. Okay, bad shows last seven years all the time. Wait, but you only it's because saw an it's episode, cheap. But you only saw an episode. Sleep. USA had nothing else to put on their network. What are you They're going to the extend way? it to seven, seven uh, seasons because they have nothing else. Besides reruns and old movies, did you Art really? Chases. Did you really like watch it, or you have not seen it? <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest. Like, I watched the first episode. So that was it. One episode. And yeah. It's done. It yeah. doesn't have another opportunity. Right. Damn. So Steve, to Steve's so. point, it's like if I listen to a Taylor Swift song, like, is that fair to Taylor Swift? No. One song. Right? Yeah. One yeah, song. Yeah. Sure. And you guys can also then write her off forever, and then no, but that wouldn't be right. But that <laughs> wouldn't be right. <laughs> sure. See, see, she's giving up because you caught her in a logic trap. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't like that. But also the idea that there's there's shows that last because they last seven years is because they're good is not. It it goes. But I think that the fairer argument is one one sampling of something to have such a strong opinion. That's I guess that's it. It's like I watched one episode. I thought it was okay. That's it. But she's very opinionated about that one episode. Yes. That I was not aware. Can We should move on. So he did on that. <laughs> Don't forget, it's the Waba Grill Lunch Hour on 710 ESPN. Thanks to our friends at Waba Grill. you got to try Waba Grill's new Asian-inspired Boom Boom Tacos with your choice of chicken, ribeye steak, or shrimp. Visit your local Waba Grill location, or you can order online for pickup or delivery at wabagrill.com. Waba Grill, eat smart, be healthy. Today is the anniversary, June, or excuse me, July 24th, 1983. Okay. George Brett and the Pine Tar Game happened today in 1983. And for those of you that are not old enough to remember, George Brett hits a home run off Goose Gossage mm-hmm. and puts the Royals ahead, goes into the dugout. Billy Martin, who's the manager of the Yankees, comes out, talks to the umpires for a few minutes. Next thing you know, they're looking at George Brett, George Bet, George Brett's, Brett's bat, bat, hard yep. to say. Mm-hmm. And they Ultimately end up calling him out because there was too much pine tar in the bat. Brett goes ballistic. Loses it. He, he One of the most iconic like replays in baseball. No question. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll see a manager and an umpire go you know nose to nose and they're yelling at each other about this. This was one of the few times I'm like, Brett might kill that guy. Like it was he is going to tear that guy limb from limb. Today was the day. And then – they reversed the decision, ended up playing the remaining inning of the game like a month later, and the Royals won anyway. <laughs> Let's hear it. Might be going to call George Brett out. Well, he yeah. is winning. He's out. Yes, sir. Brett is out. Look at, look at this. <laughs> Brett is out. And He's steaming mad. He is out and having to be forcibly restrained from hitting plate umpire Tim McClellan. And the Yankees have won the ball game four to three. Brett is called out. We're using an illegal bat. Physically restrained from hitting Tim McClellan. And it looked like he was going to hit. I don't, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've ever seen More energy that in angry. that game or the softball game, <laughs> our softball game. That one just by a hair. Just by a little bit. Have you ever seen anybody that angry at an official? I mean, we've seen tons of arguments, but that was next level. He was purple. He was so I'm trying mad. to think what stands out. What stands out in any sport where you got somebody that upset Trying to think of a referee. Remember when Nick Van Exel, uh, what'd he do? He like 
hip checked one of the refs into the uh do you remember that? I don't. All right, I'll have to show you a video on that. Um I don't know if I if I can remember somebody that upset actually making contact with a ref too. So yeah, the only thing that, that comes to my mind too, it, and it's a separate whole whole separate thing, was when that Ravens player got hit by the flag. Browns. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was Ravens? it was uh no, it was, it was Orlando Browns. Brown that got hit mm-hmm. in the eye with the flag. Yeah, and then and went he, out to the ref and he shoved him. He got hit in the eye and like neither went blind or did go yeah, blind. Ended yeah. his career more yeah. or less. Yeah. yeah, that was a mistake. And that's you know. Worth that it. was one of those things. Like they, they have a little weight in the bottom of those yep. flags because just, they need to drop, right? Just freaking through they it. They had BBs in it. Like, dude, throw, uh, put a little popcorn or something in it. Something to give enough weight so it'll fall. But BBs and you're winging it at a guy's face. Yeah, not a good idea. It seems like a bad idea. Today is National Drive Through Day. Um, I'm taking in and out off the board because that's everybody's answer every time. Oh, you, I you, get off the car. You have to hit a drive through. Where are you going? I'll just go to my go to that I've gone to. Since I was in high school, Jack in the Box. It's a good choice. Yeah. M? Uh, Chick-fil-A, it's fast. Okay. Jorge? McDonald's. Yeah, me too. Number one with a Coke. Yep. And Roll. What's in? The, what's up with their Coke? Uh, is Tyler still in there? Is he back there? But what's uh, up with their Coke and their Sprite is they have di- more sugar. They have different things than what we normally get. They have a different packaging, so they have more sugar in them. Yeah, DeAndre's like, I love their Sprite, man. There's something else. There's no, something about their soft drinks that is decidedly better than. Is it just they're just sweeter, Emily? That's all it is. Yeah, in the syrup is different. So like back when I worked at Chick Fil A and stuff, you had these big things in the wall, and you had the the whole soda things that were going to replace. Yeah, the box yeah, thing. Yeah. So like they're just better product that gets sent to McDonald's for their Coke and their Sprite because but why of the doesn't partnership. Burger King have the same setup? because of the partnership between McDonald's and Coca Cola. Yeah, they're like this. They're pr- it's pretty yeah. good. Salty fries, Coke, double I McDouble know, with Mac sauce. Oh man, oh, yeah. kind of kind of want to go to a drive-through. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, okay. Out of my chicken with a little bit of buffalo sauce. Speaking oh, of drive-through, I went to my favorite uh, drive-through place in uh, like the South um, over when I was in Hilton Head. It's called Cookout. So Cookout is this magical place. Where you can get a side of corn dog or a side of quesadilla. So we have this thing called um, a box. So you get one okay. entree, mm-hmm. you get one, uh, two sides, and then you get a drink. And then you can add a milkshake instead of a drink for an extra dollar. Okay. So my order was always chicken tenders, French fries, onion rings. But in French theory, fries and rings. Yes. Bold. In theory, you could get chicken tenders, quesadilla, and two sides of quesadillas. Or you can get a corn dog and a quesadilla and a chicken t- chicken like tenders. I want the corn dog. It's I amazing. Dog. I don't want the quesadilla. Do you get the shake on top of that too? Sorry. Did you get the shake on top of that as well? So this time around, I only got the shake because I'd already oh, eaten man. dinner, so I didn't get to actually have the food. But it, I just got the shake. This is a little odd. Yeah, there's a little tension in the room. I feel I feel yeah, like there's. I don't feel anything. <laughs> good. A little weird. We should start super crosstalk right now. Woo, 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 woo. Maybe, maybe I'm missing an Ireland little super crosstalk yeah. right now. Is it awkward seeing Jorge here at this the, time? You of mean day? the traitor? <laughs> yeah, okay, so that answers that question. Yeah. No, not awkward we, at all. We love him. See, we had a pretty good day today, am I wrong? He brought donuts in this morning. Yeah, brought us donuts. Oh, yeah. I worked with him for four years. No, not, <laughs> no, not one donut. Here. It yeah. was that one day you weren't here. If it were Jorge, if it were any other day, is that what you're saying? Any other day. Any yeah, other day, exactly. I would have got Jonah. Hey, go to the other one. Go to the other one. Go on this one, he said. Oh, go on this one. All right, I'm on that one. Yeah, yeah. we just we walk in, no idea what's going on. Yeah. He's like, hey, guys, uh, happy, excited to be at the show. Here's donuts. We, we had no, That's he, nice. It's very nice. Quite no, Hori's nice. a nice guy. Quitter, but a nice guy. Yeah. You know, he is so a traitor, <laughs> but a nice guy. He's, he's Pete Best. <laughs> Left the Beatles. Now Ringo. Brian Cohen is going to step so in. So you call him Ringo on the yeah. show. <laughs> Ringo, Ringo, Ringo Cohen. Ringo starts in 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ringo yeah. starts work at 115. Like He'll that. come in every day. All right. So, more importantly, Alan Sliwa, for the first time, went to Terranea oh, when he yes. was off the other day. I have not spoken to him since then. Slee, what is your review of Terranea? What the heck is that place? Mm. You're going soon. I'm right? going soon. I'm going in August. Yeah. Mace, have you ever been? Have you no, ever set never foot been. on the Terranea campus? Never you been. I have never been. All right, so, so I yeah. I've been hyping this place to all yep. of you guys. Did it live up to the hype? Unbelievable. Honestly, and every room pretty much has an ocean view. Mm. Um, the property. Did you guys go walking down on the cliffs and took stuff? Took the trail, take yeah. it all the way down. You could take it down to the beach where you can yep. do kayaking and everything else. Stand out up there. paddleboarding, whole bit. Three different 
pools that you can go to. One is kind of a kids area. Including, I heard one for grown-ups. an adult oh, pool. Yeah. Adult adult exclusive. Like adult 21 exclusive. and up yes. adult yep. pool, okay. yeah. which has kind of got its own. It's down the stairs. They're like a hedge or something so you can't see in from the... Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's well yeah, protected. Yeah. yeah. Did you go in the spa? Uh, did not go into the spa. That's your Actually, next move when okay, you go back. I, I spent a lot of time in the 21 and up doing just margaritas. I was telling him, just give me a classic margarita. I don't yeah. need anything else. Right. All right, now, right. did you make it down to Nelson's? Made it down to Nelson's. What's Nelson's? I love that, but Nelson's is, there's four restaurants at Terranea. Okay. 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 So the fancy one, the five-star it's called Marcel. It's unbelievable. That's where you go if you got like a special occasion. If you want to get like sushi or Asian fusion, you go to Bashi. Yep. If you want to get like breakfast, like a traditional normal restaurant, they have the Catalina Kitchen. Okay. And then Nelson's is named after Mike Nelson, who was Lloyd Bridges' character on Sea Hunt. Okay. Which was a TV show in the 60s filmed. At what is but, now Terranea. And I heard it used to be Marineland. Marineland. Yeah. It went so from. You were in Ohio in Marineland. Oh, I, I wasn't around. Marineland Marine is Land. basically yeah. it was a sea, poor man's SeaWorld. It was JV SeaWorld. It's got to be yeah. more than 30 yeah. years ago, right? JV SeaWorld. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. It, it was it was SeaWorld, but smaller. <laughs> okay. And then. And didn't they have like Hanna-Barbera cartoons there? Like yeah, you could. But I'm weird. telling you, it's the. I, I was texting with Slee. It's the best kept secret in Southern California. I think most people don't know it's there. Like you've lived here how long? You didn't know it was there, right? So I've heard you talk about it when you do. I think you've even said, is that where you've gone to your all-star break? Oh, every year. And he's like, why am I going to get on a plane? I'm going to go somewhere. Right. I'm just going right. to go to Terranea. Property is amazing. Mm-hmm. That restaurant specifically. Good bar food, got a burger, wings. Right, and you're looking, you're literally it. looking at dolphins looking jumping the in the ocean. Literally, and on Friday nights they have live music there. So every you... view, everywhere you go, it's just ocean. Is, wow. Did you uh, did you meet Grippo? Mel, uh, Ralph Grippo, Ralph the guy Grippo. that runs it, yep. is my like I, I probably know, I don't know, a hundred hotel GMs because I stay in hotels 150 nights a year. This guy's my favorite hotel guy of all time. He's just the best. Huh. What's the bar situation? Like you mentioned the restaurants. Are there the I'm assuming there's a bar in each restaurant. There's not only a bar in each restaurant, there is a bar in the lobby. Yep. Where you will either start your day, end your day, or in our case, Lisa and I both. Yeah. <laughs> and you can rent uh you can rent electric bikes. You can did you walk over to the golf course? You see the golf, over course? To the golf course? Yep. They have a nine hole trav that's unbelievable. Really? Is it, it cut right out into the ocean? Yeah, but okay. if you want to play eighteen, Trump is a mile away. Yeah. Trump National is a mile away. But the best thing about Terranea is you are never, ever bored. There is always something mm-hmm. to do there. Mace, when are you going? Uh August. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I got uh two I think I'm there two nights. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm super excited about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it travel. It, matter of fact, if you want to take Susan away for something like your anniversary or something, it it you don't have to get on a plane. Mm-hmm. It'll save you. You know, like to fly to Hawaii right now oh. is ridiculous. Oh, Hawaii has gotten totally out of control. And the and the prices in Hawaii are double what they yep. are yeah, in Terranea. It's, it's insane. And Terranea is just as nice. And so I'm, I'm so, glad you went. So I was I'm glad you got to go. I was telling my girl, I feel like I'm not in SoCal. Like right. Once you're there and you're in the hotel, I felt there like there are a handful of places like that that somewhere. you get that that beach feel in L.A. or in Orange County. Like there are spots in Laguna that are a little bit like that. That does not feel that you're 10 minutes from 10 million. This people. is like yeah. one of my wife's friends used to run the Surf and Sand, and oh, so yeah. that's, that's in Laguna, spot. which is yeah. in a great spot right on yep. the water. Terranea is like 10 times the size of that. So that, oh yeah, surf and sand's pretty small. Yeah, surf and sand's so Terranea, it's a great spot, splashes. but yeah, Terranea is acres and acres of views and beach and everything else. Yeah, feeling, surf and sand's a hotel, and that's a resort. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good way of putting it. Mace, I got a feeling you're going to be just margaritas in two hands. You think so? <laughs> Sitting <laughs> in the pool, the twenty-one and back, up pool. twenty-one, up. no kids, oh, just hanging perfect. out. You're already taking, oh, assuming I'm, the position. I'm already in in the oh, mode. Yeah, this ready. is the chase mode right here. <laughs> so Slee was a little under the weather on Wednesday and was saying that he was kind of banged up through the weekend. So he spent Wednesday on the couch. Okay, mm-hmm. just okay. not feeling. What well. was wrong, Slee? What was what was going on? Just oh, uh, just like no energy, kind of like like a Masonitis. Chest. Yeah, Masonitis. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. masonitis, a little case of that. Down, yeah. um, little case of my vacation starts tomorrow. Yeah, right. Maybe that I can get an early my, jump. See, I'm not the only one. No, I'm just saying. I'm just suggesting. I'm just. I mean, I have no idea. The day but before I mean, your vacation, you're like, I should have taken an extra day. Correct. Every, every time you have a vacation come, you're like, I should have started it. Oh, why not start early? And so maybe you started it yeah. early. By the so, way, and you're entitled to. So he Ringo was, in the house. Ringo. He was claiming that, uh, you know, I, I faked it. and I'm, I'm. Oh, you did you outright well, claim he was faking it? You're not Mason. I, I mean, I, come on. I brought it up on Wednesday. Yeah, anytime, I remember no you trust. bringing it up. Yeah. Zero time, trust. I brought it up on Wednesday. Yeah. Did he work Wednesday? No. No. Okay. No, he didn't So he work. was scheduled off Thursday, Friday. I get a call from Bergman on Wednesday morning, morning saying, morning oh, up. hey, Slee's under the weather. He's hey, not he's coming out. in. And I went. Talk about pulling All a Mason. Right. How about All that? Right. Morning that up. a Mason move. Morning up. But he's either was... Actually sick, or he's more committed to the bit than anybody I've ever seen. Because even during the breaks, he's like, "Yeah, I still don't feel this great." This is the only way you know that I was telling the truth. How much TV did I? Watch? Well, that's that's what I was getting at. So Slee said he was not feeling well on Wednesday, and he laid in front of the TV all day mm-hmm. and watched Suits. And Emily uh, okay. came through the so window here's, here's, to break his neck for liking Suits. I you know, here's a the interesting thing: documentary. I watched Suits. Suits, suits watched. is great. I don't, Emily, I don't know why you don't like it. I watched it in real time when it aired. Do you guys realize now? I mean, I was addicted to this. We had people on from Suits. Oh, wow. Came yeah. on the show a couple of times. Um, Mike Thompson, old boss, got really mad when I brought this one girl on from Suits. And he said, nobody knows who that is. Like, I don't care. It's a great show. <laughs> now, it's like been off the air for probably six, seven years. It's the number two show on Netflix. Well, I think well, what I think what happened is they released one now. They released a bunch of shows, if not the entire series, to Netflix, and that's why it and, popped. And Netflix, you know, when you turn on your Netflix and something starts to play, that's it. Suits. it. Every for the last two weeks, but every is, time you turn it on, it starts. But it automatically. is that ranking in Netflix. Sure, so it is it, the it, ranking it's, it's that brings it off. up. Yeah, yeah, it's taking off. But like is it? It's, it's chicken and egg. Was it the ranking, or was it the fact that? Well, it or and then how the much ranking? does it yeah. have to do with the fact that it was hot single Meghan Markle? Oh, she's in it. She's yeah, she one is. of the leads. Yeah, oh. yeah, and, uh, and probably has something to do with it. Emily yeah. still does it. She's seen it. She saw one episode and decided. By the way, I didn't like it at all. Okay. I, I Why didn't know. you like it? Uh, I thought it was just kind of bland. Uh, Did you watch more procedural? Than one episode? Yeah, no, I don't. I just don't watch stuff like, like kind of. So do yeah, you, stuff doesn't. I still made sense the other day. Everybody's really into the bear. I watched oh, the, the first episode great. of the bear. Didn't take. Is that the one I'm about out. the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, yet. it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's the best Why show on TV like right it? now. Just not entertaining. Didn't not grab you. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, but you're a little more He's a suit. He's a suits guy. I'm a bear guy. Yeah. that's that's the difference. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to see either one. Yeah. <laughs> the bear is great. The bear is great. Barbenheimer at all this weekend? I barbied. You did? Yeah. What's, so, your, what's your 30 second review? She's going today. Jorge Barbenheimer. He saw them both. Did you see both? Good for you, man. Good for you, Jorge. Uh, I really I nice have guy. vague <laughs> recollection of him. Uh, I, I don't Mace, remember. what's your 30-second Barbie review? Um, so much funnier than I thought it was going to be. I think Margot Robbie is just, I mean, for producing this, Greta Gerwig for writing it, Ryan Gosling is just silly and funny. Kate McKinnon is fantastic in it. I mean, it's got, it is... I doubt there will be a funnier movie with more laugh out loud moments than this one this year. All right, so here's there a, here's there a are weird some one. great, great laugh out loud moments. Right, yeah. Okay. So originally they cast Amy Schumer in Barbie as Barbie. I know in she, like 2016. Right, and she didn't. She they had, had creative differences and she dropped out. So then they pivoted to the hottest blonde actress in Hollywood. And gave it to Margot Robbie. Now, do you now know, Margot Robbie's the executive producer of the movie too. Right, I think that's probably what what it took. Yeah, because exactly. she wasn't producing the Amy Schumer version. The Amy Schumer version was written by someone else and directed by someone else. Okay. it was not in the same production company. Got it. But it was like the idea of a Barbie movie from Mattel. The concept, yeah. Yeah, and so then it got then well, Margot. Do you know Em if it. she was going to play Barbie? Who Amy, Amy Schumer? Yes. She yeah. was going to, and then also I think someone else. Oh, Anne Hathaway was floated by to be um, Barbie as well, and then they ended up sticking on Margot. Really, really funny. Does Mason's review make it more likely that you'll see? No, he's it? zero chance. Or a hard yeah, he's no not going to see zero, it zero chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it'll be nominated for Academy Awards. It's funny. It's it's really? the funniest movie of the year for sure. Yeah, funniest movie of the year. Yeah, hey, America it, Ferrera was in it too. Pretty good. America Ferrera was in it. She was great. Yeah. It's that good. I thought it was Jorge, fantastic. Jorge, which movie is better? 
Oppenheimer. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's yeah. what I anticipate. Yeah, well, so give us your review on uh, I'm going to see it on Friday. What's, what's uh, your just review? Just too much dialogue, but uh, they do a good job. And I, long, I like too, right? Yeah, yeah three yeah, plus. Yeah. But it was a lot of dialogue, and it's just, you, they just explain everything to that point. Do, yeah. you, guys, do you guys do that? Like That's a terrible review, by the uh, way. Lots of dialogue, and it's really long. Hey, sign reviewer. me up. You see that? Yeah. Well, okay, <laughs> but it's also the review that I kind of need to hear. Yeah, right? because a, a three-hour movie is almost a complete non-starter to begin. Right, with. it is for a lot of a lot of people. Think of three. Obviously, ninety millions worth of people didn't find that the case, but three hours is long for most people. I, remember I don't I, really care at all. You the don't length. care. It I makes no good, difference to me. I used yeah. to say that if a movie's three hours, I'm I'm out. I'm not. I don't care how good it is. And then I went and saw Titanic, which was three hours. Yeah, and, and I never looked at my watch. But a lot of people are such dolts. They'll say, "I won't sit through Oppenheimer. It's three hours." Then they'll go home and. And they'll watch 11 episodes of some <laughs> of suits, of suits. Of suits. <laughs> exactly of suits yeah. and they'll be like yeah see I, I am not a hard no but it's one of those really and i'm I, my my expectations have been set at a certain spot where i know it's going to be long Maybe, look i'd love to be surprised i think we're going to see it on wednesday my son michael wants to see it. nice well a it's a good it's good audience. history how old is michael again? 17 yeah it's a good history lesson he he came to me he's like hey let's go see this i've watched all the there have been all these documentaries about it um about oppenheimer i think cnn had one and nbc had one i went back and watched all those he's a fascinating character and uh cillian murphy is supposed to be fantastic do we know if it's uh, not autobiographical but is it accurate to history or is it more clinton yates was saying it wasn't but i don't know why he didn't say why now jorge you saw it is there a lot of sex in oppenheimer i heard there's a lot of sex No, there's a couple scenes not a lot there's two scenes okay because there's never been a love scene in a uh, christopher nolan movie and i wouldn't say that it's the um slide went into dunkirk (laughs) no i don't don't say it's the best love scene ever. none in inception no no nothing no, I don't think it's his bag to do love scenes. Let's just say that. Yeah, it's not his jam. So Oppenheimer, yeah. Emily's seeing Barbie today. Oh, she, Emily, you haven't seen it? You're going to you're gonna love it. What about Oppenheimer? Give give Ireland your Oppenheimer review. I'm, I'm pretty much on the same page as Jorge. I am not maybe as high as Jorge is on it. Um, I think the sound is interesting. I saw it in IMAX, but I was in the second row. So that was a lot. Your, your neck was straining. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I could feel Sleeve like all the booms the like, inside of my body. Like that's how loud it was. Yes. It's very intense. It makes you think about existential crises. And you walk out of the movie being like, wow, I really don't think that we're in a good place with all this stuff. Oh, so, well, that sounds like a just a joyride exactly. for it's, the summer. It's definitely not a joyride kind of movie, but I do I'll think that it. it's. Very did, much. Did you, oh yeah, no, I haven't depressed. seen. It. I will see it for sure Friday. Yeah, I left depressed. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm going to try out the Alamo Draft House this week. I haven't been there yet. I don't want to go to the movies Please. and come out bummed out. That's like the exact opposite of the. Reason but what I about a think piece? If I'm thoughtful, sure. Yeah. But just like that's awful. I do. For instance, great movie, Saving Private Ryan. You walk out of that movie, and the only thing I'm thinking of is I could have never done that. Right. I, I could. I could have never. Put myself oh, as heavy that, as in that so the point. most that's a visceral, staggering movie. Yeah, yeah. the most visceral reaction I ever had to a movie walking out of a movie was United ninety three. Mm. Did you see that in the theater? I Have seen you seen that, it? No. It's unbelievable. But I had to walk twice around the theater. I did. I used to do this thing where if I had to go to an Angels or a Ducks game, I was working at KCBS KCAL, and they said, "Okay, we need you to do live shots at the Angel game." Well, you don't want to leave at 3 o'clock because you won't get there till 7. Right. So I would leave at noon and, you know, basically go to the movies. And then so I went to United 93. It is so well done. Mm. It's Paul Greengrass, right, yep. Mace? Paul Greengrass. Who did, was it the Bourne movies he did? He or? did. Yeah. And uh, those. He, he does this without name actors. A lot of the people working in the tower are people that were actually in the tower that day. And it's shot in real time. So it starts with the terrorists leaving their hotel in Boston and D.C. and ends when the planes hit the ground. And it is so riveting and so uncomfortable that I had to walk around the theater twice just to get out of it. But I'm glad I went. It was really yeah. good. That's the I, Some movies, I mean, like that's one. It's necessary. Where I, It's necessary, I but I, I only want to live through it once. Right, right. I mean, I, no, no. I mean, the movie the, is definitely... Unbelievable the emotions and, of things like what you're describing, right? right. 9-11, World War II, D-Day. These, I just, I don't want to re-experience as great as they are, as transcendent of movies. Right, as you they go are, for an escape. I, I want to. But, yeah. but you watch, but you watch documentaries too. That I mean, the 
Fernando documentary. Pretty pretty good ending. Anybody watch anyone watching <laughs> the, the free, Wilt documentary? Way, good no, I haven't the, heard about the Wilt documentary. The Wilt documentary is good. The free dive that oh, we're yeah, talking about. Oh, free dive on Netflix. That's, that's heavy. That's heavy too. It is. What's the? Where's the Wilt doc? Showtime. Showtime. It's, it's two episodes in. I think it's the it's only special. streaming service that I haven't. Paid it, yeah, it's now Paramount Plus plus Hook me up Showtime. With a password. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Can we still? <laughs> well, you can. Eventually, you'll get busted yeah. and yeah. do time. But, but, but I mean, yeah, they're gonna yeah. start picking people up on the streets. It's like when everyone yeah. was with downloading the max password. When everyone was Come downloading music in the beginning. Oh, the like Napster. Napster? Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like you like kept waiting for somebody to come to your house. Yeah. Come out with the Metallica single. We know you're in there. Super Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.